radioinfluence.com. This is America's Best Friend. I work for a TV station. And basically, I decided that I am America's Best Friend. One of the people that I've gotten to know along the way of TV time. So we have interns, right? And some interns are a total joke. Basically, they're fulfilling a college credit. And then some interns are superstars. called S-U-P-A. S-T-A-Z-Z-Z, Superstars. One of my former interns is Allie Bristow, who's our guest today. What is up? Hi. Hi, hi. Thanks okay. for having me. Yes, I love you. You know, I love you too. We go way back, Jen. And you are America's next best friend. Thank you. you so are. let's also tell people about, as I'm recording this, my high school son um, is sleeping. And by the way, it's like a little bit before noon and I didn't want to wake him up. So I'm putting this in the back of my car, um, which gives <laughs> me mom of the year credit. Really, I just want to take the holiday card today, so I don't want him yelling at me. So do you yeah. think this is a good plan, Ali Bristow? I think it's I think it's a great plan. I think it's actually genius. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love being in my car anyway. I feel like that's like the one time you can really be alone sometimes. I agree. Especially right, now. So a lot of people are probably wondering out of all the former interns. Why is Allie Bristow on this episode? And so I just want to break it down really quick before we start having fun. So Allie Bristow, um, when she was in college, she was definitely an intern thinking about journalism. Um, you can't see her, but I can. She is six feet tall. Are you six feet tall? Yeah, I'm six feet tall. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's six feet tall. She's blonde. She's gorgeous. She's just as pretty on the inside as she is on the outside. And time, Allie was doing a little bit of modeling. And I remember we had this conversation, like you said, should I be pursuing journalism or should I be pursuing modeling? And I think you've done a little bit of both. And I think in the world of social media, you can be a model and a journalist at the same time, right? Because yeah. it's a little bit of like, I want to show you my best self. So in the world of the pandemic, there are a lot of people, let's just put it out there, moms. Um, so they've got a side hustle. They want to promote it. Or, you know, they want to keep up with their, you know, they, they want to secure their uh, digital footprint, if you will, in case they do want to return to the workforce. So this episode right. is going to be all about building your own brand. But mm-hmm. the way that I want people to do it is I don't want them to think about their product or if they're going to cure cancer. Um, I want right, them right. to do this most selfish thing ever and think about themselves first. You like this idea, right, Allie? Yeah, it's hard to do it sometimes, too. I know. So part of being a model means you always have to look camera ready. Yes. I mean, especially like the weird part about the current times is that a lot of the um, modeling opportunities have gone virtual and those who are not on board. And this goes across the board with every career. Like if you weren't Zoom savvy or Instagram savvy or people in sales, if they weren't I know people selling from IGTV, you know, if you weren't savvy then, or creative, then like, you know, you're kind of falling out of the game. So in order to stay in the game, I think you have to have these skill sets and know how to do things yourself. It's almost like, like there's no such thing. I know lots of girls modeling that are doing their own hair and makeup and there's no such thing as makeup artists and we're not doing that anymore. And everything needs to be like digitalized. So it's really shifted. And yeah, being camera ready is now something you have to be ready to do on your own yeah so yeah for sure 
But we talked about this, Mike. I think we learned during the beginning of quarantine, March and April, you'll forgive me, my friends that own nail salons, like we didn't need a nail salon, right? Like mm-hmm. we were able to like take nail polish off and, um, you know, file our nails. Certainly the brow people, we do need them. But the thing I learned from you is like, I, I always try to say in terms of my weight, I try to be one week away from a bikini at all times. What does that mean? That means, sure. December. I'm eating anything that's not nailed down, but I'm also having a super salad here and there. So that should, you know, a private jet come get me. You know, I could spray tan. You never wax, know. And be ready to go. Right. And I think that's part of your thing is like, I'm looking at you now, even though it's like, you know, we're not really working. You're, you could pull it together. Like your skin looks good. Your hair looks good. Your Like I talk to us a little bit about always having a little bit of maintenance in terms of the grooming part i think okay so i think you also have to be yeah okay this is a skill set that i've learned throughout the years too i wasn't just i didn't just get this this is from being on air i was on air at qvc for years and like you'd have five minutes to change your cell and it was like that's where i learned switching my makeup putting i could do a whole face of makeup in literally five minutes like i know i could but that's because i've been trained to do that you know but in order the basics like it make your make it simpler for yourself don't make your morning routine overly complicated. Like I don't, I don't wash my hair in the morning. Sorry. I'm just never going to be that girl. I use dry shampoo. We like every single day, even when my hair is clean. Cause I like to work out, but I don't like to cleanse my hair more than like twice or three times a week. Wow. <laughs> and I think, you know, and it's, it's easy for me to say that because I have a certain type of hair, but like everyone's different. But for me, like I thrive on dry shampoo and making things simple. And when you have a good base, like when your skin is always like refreshed and feeling good, then like you can get away with less makeup. You can get, if, if you're, you're using the right eye creams, if you're using the right serums, like you can get away with all the extra stuff, um, you know, in, in order to feel good and also just be ready, like pretty quickly. Um, basics like brows, you know, my brows look like they need some help right now because I do need to go to my girl, but I think having the basics, like good skincare, having your brows done, um, and, and your hair, like for me, it's those, probably those three things, like my hair looking decent, like I'll curl it and hopefully it lasts for me for the next two days. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, you know we're, you know, we're on zooms, you know, the, I think in the beginning it was a badge of honor during quarantine to like, I wear my sweatshirt all day. Yeah. 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 We can't see those people. You know, we have a friend, Elisa Frederico, she's a station stylist for us at work. Same deal. Like so definitely she's sweating every other day. You know, we, we don't have to sweat every day, but I think, you know, getting into this routine of like, you, you wouldn't go three days without brushing your teeth. Why do yeah. we go three days without having a sweat? Right. 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 Yeah. I mean, uh, that's, that's even more important. Yeah. If we're going to jump into that topic, that's, that's been a necessity too, with staying on top. As long as you're like with being camera ready, you were just saying like always a week away. I think it's just being con like, consciously eating and consciously working out. Like don't be a crazy person. If I get 20 to 30 movements and that's 30, 20 to 30 minutes of movement a day or every other day, like I'm not going to beat myself up. I got something in like movement is what makes my 
me feel better mentally and physically. So like any kind of movement's good. And I actually trained myself to start thinking like that because I used to be a crazy person at the gym, even right before quarantine. It's like an hour at the gym. And you know how much time is wasted like on your phone, walking around, checking out guys. Like you're just like, oh, how much time did I waste? If you can do 20 or 30 minutes, like straight, just really good movement. I think that's good. And that's, that's what helps be camera ready or always ready. What is it that you won't eat or drink ever? Oh my God. Okay. Um, you like, won't eat. Okay. You won't catch me. I mean, I have eaten these things, but you just won't typically catch me eating like macaroni and cheese or like yeah. a giant cheeseburger. Like I just, or a cheesesteak, like maybe once in a blue moon, I don't eat fast food. So like, that's something I never eat. I just don't okay. eat it. I don't think about it. I love Chick-fil-A. Like, don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to go to Chick-fil-A. I'm going to eat it if it's at a party on a tray, right. Yeah, you know, but I'm not, I, I don't eat good, fast food. And that's an easy thing to do is say, I'm just not going to eat fast food. Like definitely you go to restaurants and stuff, but yeah. you're going to look for the vegetables and all of that. And something I don't drink is I don't ever order like the full fat um, Starbucks drink at Starbucks. Like I'll never do it. (laughs) In the same way. And then, and it's, by the way, attention America, 2% or skim milk in a Starbucks thing is fine. We're going to be okay. Yeah, we're going to be okay. Okay, here's here's what I I just won't do that because I'd rather eat my calories than drink them. Like I just right. would. I'd rather have 550 calories of a pumpkin bread slice because I'm obsessed with pumpkin bread than like drinking a caramel like um macchiata spice whatever. Like I'd rather just have a, a slice of like pumpkin bread. <laughs> and you know? even if six feet tall, you have to worry about it like that. Like I'm three feet tall. I'm kidding. I'm five feet tall, but like. I feel like I'm the only, you know, I'm over 30. I'm under six feet tall. I just so you know, Allie, I feel like I'm the only one looking at the calories. It makes me happy that my model friends are looking at them. At, and, and just sort of, I was like, again, follow Allie on all her social. She's not like real, real, real. You're not like, I'm not real thin. You're watching your calories too. I mean, I think it's just, it's a matter. I, I watch like, I think I watch carbs because I think they make me feel slow. And I think that like when I'm looking at, it's not always calories. It's more like carbohydrates. Cause I feel like that's what gives me like fluff. And it's like, I don't want fluff. I need protein. I need to build muscle. And for me, it's hard for me to build muscle because I'm so long. So mm. like, if you, and like, yeah, I'm really tall, but do you know how hard it is for my, my arms are super long. It is really hard for me to have a bicep muscle because they're just like, really people are like, Oh, woe is you. But it's true. Like you have your own set of issues when you're long. That's funny. And, it <laughs> you know? and even doing leg workouts, like it's hard because the muscles are longer. Like, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but like, I have to actually lift weights. Like do the, I don't do a lot of cardio because I'm tall. So I get, I don't like being, um, like what they used to call it. Like I've been to trainers that are like, you don't want to be skinny fat. Cause when you get on a, such a stupid word, I understand what they, I hate that word too. I know, but it's like, if I do cardio, all I'm doing is burning the upper. I mean, I do a little bit of cardio because it makes me feel good, but if I do too much, it's burning any chance I have of building muscle. So I focus on weight training. Like I actually love weights and I love Pilates. Um, and that works for me. And then the other thing, the last time I was with you, I think in this world of social media, like there's TikTok, 
there's Instagram, there's Facebook, there's Twitter. You know, I think that most people who are listening to this podcast probably have a Facebook account. They might have a Twitter, something on Instagram. It's funny, like, you know, because we've been in so many small businesses for work, the small businesses, they really don't know what they're doing with Instagram. And we were talking just the other day, like, you know, look, not every person that's listening to this wants to like, you know, promote something. But I think the more you know about it, so if you, let's say you're a teacher and you're listening to this, you might want to like promote your tutoring business, right? Right. The first thing that you had said, which was interesting, is this concept of of the reels. Reels is spelled R-E-E-L-E-S. And it's basically Instagram's attempt to compete with TikTok, right? Correct. And also it's just this whole viral movement. It's viral. Everything is in real time and everyone wants video because it's more interactive and it's like, it's very quick and it's informative and it's real time. So IGTV and reels are what will get your Instagram to the next level. Um, and then, and then also focusing in and honing in on your content. Like, why would I want to follow your page? Let's say you're a small business and you're a jewelry, you're a jewelry brand and you just started your Instagram. Um, you know, where do you start? It's like, I want to know, think of yourself as the fault, the potential followers. Like, why am I clicking the follow button? And it takes, it's actually harder than people think for people to follow because they're coming to your page for a purpose, whether or not you're like, you're selling your own brand. Like you're, you know, for you, it's a TV personality. Like you're selling your brand. If you're selling a brand brand, like an actual store or an actual um, company, small business, it's a little bit harder because people, there's so much, there's so much out there. There's so many things we're stimulated by. And I think you have to have some sort of informative content that draws people in and keep it consistent. And it's video is where it's really doing well. And like you mentioned reels, there are those 15 seconds because why? Because no one has an attention span. that's like (laughs) long these days and there's so much other content. So the reels do really well. Um, and I encourage people to do them regardless of what, what your brand is because they're just great for engagement. And it's all about engagement these days. We're no longer living in the era of buying followers and having a follower count. That's not what it's about. It's about engagement percentage and what percent of your audience actually follows and actively interacts with you so i have a friend she's actually a um she's an epidemiologist forgive me i'm i'm coughing i don't have covid <laughs> but anyway so i have a friend she's an epidemiologist she's one of the people working on a vaccine her company is a nonprofit, but working with merck right and mm-hmm. she's definitely one of the lead like bosses of this like vaccine development team and she was like, I need to go on LinkedIn. What should I do on LinkedIn? Because, you know, her thing, like long-term, we all have jobs, right? And so long-term, she's like, I need my name in a digital space so that 10 years from now, when you Google who, you know, developed the vaccine, there's obviously a hundred vaccines, but she'd like to be on the map, a prover- the proverbial digital map for that, right? Right, of course. And I literally was like, you need to go on Instagram and do like a little, you know, tip of the day, like, you know, she has three kids, you know, here's how I'm getting my kids safely to school just to like, get, get, you always call it like a digital footprint. So that like, when someone, you know, Googles her name, um, because again, we're, we're all stalkers, right? We are all internet stalkers, professional stalkers. Yes. (laughs) Like when you're, I remember you were like doing a workout thing with one of your friends. And then I'm like, who's this? 
happened. And I think a part of it too is that none of us want to be left behind, right? So whether it's yes. your own brand, you're seeing someone at the grocery store, you want to look presentable and you don't want to be left behind, especially as a mom, because I feel like, especially during quarantine, we're trapped in this house. We're trying to make them lunch. Um, yeah. And then the mom thing is fascinating to me. Um, so I know that you're like, I say, are you on TikTok, Allie? I, I'm on TikTok, but not actively because I just never, I just, I just couldn't honestly with so many social media platforms, I think I just have what I stick to. And I have a lot of friends that have done really well on TikTok, but for me, I never really entered TikTok, but I did enter the real world. So I do reels. And okay. I think that it's just better for me mentally to stay on one platform, but like, I love TikTok and I think it's, it's, it's a great marketing platform. Well, as I would well. say TikTok, you're either a mom or you're an 11 year old and you're neither. Right. Like I, mean, I don't fit it. Yeah. I just don't know that I would fit it and then, or you're being, or you're creative. You're an actress. Like, and it's funny or like, why would we go to TikTok? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Or you're now the food TikToks are doing really well. Like how to make a yeah. chocolate bomb. Yep. Yep. Um, so back to the thing to how I have described it to my friends is like, so if you're on Instagram, you have a story and everyone knows that that's like where you're less attractive, like on your main feed needs to be like, very pretty, highly filtered if you're me. And um, no, but like, you know, a good no. caption. You want to make sure you look good. It has to have an aesthetic. Like your aesthetic has to make sense. Like when people go to your page, it's like, oh, that's Jen. This is, th that's Jen. I get it. But yeah. Yeah. Reels, you can kind of have some of your throwaway stuff, right? It's sort of yeah. like a story. Would you say that or not? No, for sure. I mean, and you can also hide them from your profile. You can keep them in its own category. And the cool thing about Reels is that it's almost like Instagram hasn't captured the algorithm or, or figured it out yet. And it will continue to just feed. If you are ever in the Reels section of Instagram, which is actually really easy to do now because of the new format, you'll see yourself again and again. It'll just keep going through the cycle. It's not like a post where it comes and goes. Okay. And, you know, it's kind of beating the algorithm a little bit. Now that could be changing in a couple of weeks because Instagram's always changing things up, but it, take advantage of it is my biggest advice right now. And I told you that when I saw you, yeah. I'm like, you should be doing these reels. And even if you have videos from like a year ago that were funny, or there are your highlights from 2020, like from quarantine, it's funny to like, crop them and put them together because oh, that's it's a great enticing. idea. Oh yeah. Sometimes I go back and use videos like from, for someone's birthday, like my sister's birthday, I was thinking about doing a funny one of like TikToks we've done together, you know, like something like that is really cute and you can crop them together. Anything that's like engaging and you can get fun with reels and experiment. So it's kind of cool. I probably should have mentioned this before we started talking. So one of your, like, you know, if, if you're, if you're between 21 and 51, you pretty much have three jobs during quarantine, right? You can't decide. And so one of your jobs is you are helping brands, small businesses, big companies with, legitimately with their social media. I think there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm a social media help. I'm like, you're a 17 year old, you know, on your mom's credit card at Starbucks. Now, granted, they have an idea of what's happening, but you're, you are actually involved in like the marketing. And when you use words like algorithm, like, you have to like get into the mind of these. So let's face it, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, it's a business. It's, it's a total business. Fun, right? Yeah. 
And if you're not capitalizing on it, you know, like I just read this article recently um, from WWD about um, QVC selling virtually on Facebook and how they found a new audience via Facebook because every audience is different. Like I always say my sister's Gen X and or Gen Z, what would you say Gen X versus Gen Z? She's Gen Z. We're millenn- Okay. So she's Gen Z. So she's on TikTok and then I'm millennial. Right. So I'm like on Instagram and my mom is on Facebook and that's how it like, that's a different audience. And people are, you can find an audience in every single category. And then let me not even, I'm going to have to throw like Amazon at you is now doing shows, Amazon live and YouTube live. They have shows now and you should be capitalizing on all of these platforms. If you're a brand and you sell things online, like if you're a digital brand, or a brand that sells in any kind of digital form, you should be on all of these platforms. If so you saw an Amazon. an Amazon show, like let's say that I'm like Smith's bike shop. Like you have to already be an Amazon seller, right? Well, you, or you have to be an Amazon seller. Yeah. That's what I said. Amazon's different because you have to already yeah. sell on Amazon, but you also can engage with influencers on, on Amazon. Like I do a ton of shows for different brands on Amazon and they reach out to you and it's like, Hey, can you highlight this in your next show? So that's how it goes. Like, it's just, there's different ways of selling and you have to get creative. And if you don't like, that's the way we're going. Even if we end up at the end of the, if we get through this storm here, like it's going to go that way. And we're going to still be on in this digital, uh, land. Like, I don't know how you'd say digital um, arena. Like that's where we're going to be. No one's leaving that people like it. I saw a number, you know, people gave me shit on uh, Facebook today because I said to people, you know, in Pennsylvania, we're going back to like, there's no dine in, you know, it's going to be largely takeout. And I put a thing like support your small restaurants and, you know, pick up the phone and call Joe's pizza place instead of calling, um, you know, Uber Eats or DoorDash and people went nuts. They're like, you know, there are DoorDash drivers that are making it work, la la la. And I'm like, I get that. I do get that. But it's either DoorDash or one of them made a billion dollars in Q2. In quarter two, Joe's Pizza paid 30% of their outgoing food to DoorDash. DoorDash, because of it, made a billion dollars while we were watching Joe Exotic and stalking you on Instagram. Back to pre Amazon, we're not going to go back to pre uh, DoorDash or Uber Eats, like you said. Like, so how do we all, you know, moving forward? I, I, I do think, you know, I'm on television, you're a model, right? And I think people think that, you know, we lucked into it, and we, it is lucky, right? But also, like, you have to work Part hard and use your brain, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I think people already felt feel left behind if they're not on these social media platforms. But I think your message is like, there's room for everyone. Right. And and you can get started like today. Yeah. And don't wait, like I don't second guess and play around with it. Like I didn't have the platform that I have today from the, from the start, like you figure out your brand and there's lots of like books you can read to help figure out your brand. There's a ton of YouTubes. One of my favorite YouTube girls is Sunny Leonard Uzi. And if you guys check her out, she has so many free YouTube tutorials on like Instagram and YouTube and all these different platforms, you just Google stuff. I mean, just start like doing your own homework at home. It's really not as scary as it sounds like 
It's not. It just takes a little bit of time and, and don't let it consume your day either. And don't get caught up. My biggest thing is don't get caught up in what everyone else is doing. Like, yeah, we feel left behind, right? We do. But the hardest that you can go down a rabbit hole really quickly and don't compare yourself to what every single person is doing. And even if they're in your category, you know, like don't, don't, you can't compare yourself. It's, it's just terrible. It's just bad yeah. for the mental health. All right. <laughs> like, honestly, what but, is on? Let's go back to the modeling thing. By the way, this I'm always like this with these episodes. I hope you guys yeah, are listening. Fine. What are but your like? like said, but hold on, I want to mention something too. Like, yeah, I work with a lot of different brands, and that's where I have kind of like honed in on these skills, and that's why I can speak to them. So, like, it sounds intimidating, but it's from research and it's from just doing it. So once you just start doing it, you know, you get it. But I work, yeah, I work with a lot of different brands. I work with small business, like huge, like big, big, big corporations. Like it's just different, but everyone's yeah. having the same issues. Like even these big brands have issues like that, like defining their tone. Like it takes a while. So be patient and you'll figure it out. Yeah. Because I do think, you know, it was funny when I was going to name this podcast, right? A lot of people, they wanted it to be like a mom podcast. I'm like, moms don't want to hear about mom shit. It's mom shit. And then it was going to be like a drinking podcast, but I'm like, I can't drink all the time. I mean, you know, it is quarantine, so I can do more than all. Yeah, yeah, we can't be drinking all the time. And then it was like, you know, I think a lot of people like it when I get serious because I think they miss the serious side of Jen Fred, if you will. So we've done a couple serious episodes that did really well. But at the end of the day, oh my goodness, my gosh is talking to me. At the end of the day, you know, I think my brand is being everyone's best friend, right? Because I think yeah, that, like, yeah. people come to me and they and they'll say like, you know, do you know a person that can help me with my small business? And I'll be like, call Ali Presto, or someone will say my foot's infected, and I'll say, call a podiatrist. And so, I, I do think that sometimes when we think about what our brand could be, we we think it has to be hyper unique, one of a yeah. kind, and it, it it could be a little bit broader, and it could be like, you know. Everyone loves Allie. Like, just so you people know, like, no one, someone will say like, oh, Allie, you know, is going to join us. And everyone is like, oh my gosh, I love her. So again, you can have that as part of your thing. Okay. And so here's my thing. So, you know, we never get to talk to real supermodels and you're my real supermodel. Oh my God. I love that you call me a supermodel, guys. I've just, I've just made it work. <laughs> no, it's fun. It's fun. I love you for giving me kudos. What are your like under $100 products? that mm-hmm. you love, that we need, that no one knows about? Okay. Uh, that no one knows about. Like you're, let's using dry shampoo. Let's start. What am I using? I use Callista's day off dry shampoo because one, I know the brand pretty well. So yeah, I might be biased, but I've used a lot of dry shampoos before they even came out with one. And it is, it's super sized. So it's really big. And they come in a duo on QVC and on their website for like 26 bucks. It lasts That's forever. Good. It doesn't, it doesn't leave like a weird white film on my hair. It smells good. Cause I'm all about smells. Like people hug you maybe not right now as much, but like people <laughs> yeah. smell your head and like, it's, it's like, okay, you know, I work out a lot and I don't have time to like, I don't want to shower. I don't think it's good for my hair to rinse it every day. So I'm always living, I live on dry shampoo. I even think it helps you get volume. So I use Calista's day, it's called day off. Okay. But if you're looking for something, you know, so that's around 26 for two and they're really large, but like the cheap ones, I like Tresemme, like Tresemme's 
basic dry shampoo. My first shoot I ever had was when I was like 17 and it was the first, the only dry shampoo on the market was Tresemme's because I think it was a product that was popular way like 20 years before that. And it wasn't, it just wasn't like as popular in modern day, but it, it, I remember the makeup artist hairstylist was doing my hair and and I was like, what is this? She goes, Oh, it's dry shampoo. And I was like, what? And I had this crazy volume and I was like, what is this magical stuff? And it's like seven 99 at the drugstore. So any, I mean, I like Tresemme. I like Batiste. You can get that at any drugstore or even like, I don't even know where else. Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, That's great. Um, and you know, sometimes you can find it at like Marshall's, like in a big jumbo form. So I don't know, just fun facts, but okay. Dry shampoo for sure. And that's like super non, not that expensive. Um, when it comes to skincare, Oh, I've been using the ordinary lately, like under a hundred dollars. Like I am so obsessed with have talked about it, but where do you find it? You have to buy it online. It's, it's, it's a company called Decium and correct me if I'm wrong in pronouncing that, but it's D-C-I-E-M okay. and they're owned by this company. And basically it's like, everything's under $10 for the most part. And it's these really natural, um, like they're kind of in these serum shaped bottles and it's just like natural ingredients, but it's all of the things that are found in our more expensive products. Like I use retinol all the time. That's going to be the next one I speak to because I love retinol, but I've actually switched for the past two weeks to the lactic acid by the ordinary. And it is insane. I mean, like it's like a, a natural exfoliant. So it's similar to what retinol does. And I've just been like, switching things up and I really like it. So, and that's like $7.99. I think it's $7.99 and my facialist recommended it. So it's funny. You know, it's I fun. think it's, you know, there's people that own, you know, med spas or plastic surgery practices like the physician, right? Yeah. Um, like we love Dr. Bloom here in our area. Yeah. And then there's like the estheticians. They're like the ones with their hands really on your face. Right. And they're all talking about this brand called The Ordinary. Yeah. I know. And it's like really inexpensive and it's a good way to get introduced to facial facial products. Like my one girlfriend, she's my age and she's like, I don't know what to do. I need help. Can you give me the basics? And I wrote out these basics for her and I included this and they're HA, which is hyaluronic acid, like in pure form, which is great for hydration. Um, so I use that, but yeah, like people, I mean, I firmly believe that med grade products are not there's no question they are superior like i think they're amazing but they're really pricey you know they're really pricey they're not cheap so i think like finding things that are comparable is is great and yeah all right last thing on the retinol what do you what do you i mean your face is like a baby's ass it's like smooth and beautiful all the time (laughs) i use retinol i use i've been a diehard fan of the peter thomas roth overnight retinol Retinol. retinol. Why don't you? Retinol. I mean, retinol, I've used the over the, or the behind the counter from my derm. Like I do have, you know, retinol, retinol, retinol. I don't know. I I don't know which one I have, but I just like his retinol is 0.05 or 0.04, something like that. I don't need a lot. Like I don't need, I don't know if retinol is is more intense. Like what's the main difference? Retinol is more intense and it's the same thing. It's like, it's like 0.25, 0.5. Yeah. I have, so I have retinol. I have it and it's good. I like to use it on spot treatment areas. Like when I have, you know, 
if we're, we're talking to the ladies, right? So we all have that very special time of the month and I break out like a crazy person, like the week before that. So I have a lot of break in, breakouts here and I'll spot chance. treat and I'll yeah. spot treat with my retin-A, but I can't use it on my whole face. It's way too intense and I don't need it. I just don't need it. Um, mm-hmm. But if I use, I use my retinol from PTR every, I could use it every day. I could use it every day and it's, and I have combo skin, so I don't have sensitive skin. So I'd suggest someone who did to use it every other twice a week, but I use it. I could use it every night. I use it on my neck. I use it on my hands. It oh, is the right. greatest okay, thing, thing ever. As we're going to wrap it up soon, but your hands, you I, don't, I get, do a lot of hand modeling. Like it's not that glamorous, but I do a lot of hand modeling. And you use, you some, is it true that you wear like gloves on your hands in the summer when you're driving? Um, I use sunscreen. I wear SPF 50. On I, your use, hands. I have a, yeah, I have it in my car. I use it on my hands. You can get sunspots. I've seen it on my mom. Yeah, my mom is an aesthetic nurse. So, oh, she um, is. She, yeah, yeah. So she's had me under like. There's a machine called the. Why am I drawing a blank on it? Um, I forget. You, you can basically. It's called something. Why do I not know? Um, you stand in front of a light and it measures the amount of sun damage you've had on your skin. And I got this done when I was a kid, and I remember like being aware. So my biggest thing for you guys too, like I was 15 and I had sunspots on my face. So like, and it runs in my family skin cancer. So I'm on top of everything with that. So like if I had to speak to another product, that's really important. And we're talking about hands, but like sunscreen is so important and don't go to the tanning salon, please. For the love of God, don't go. No, I'm a big self tanner. I mean, yeah, I love self tanning, but, um, anyway, back to your hands. Yeah. You want, I use them and, um, retinol is great at night because it prevents like wrinkling and the first they say the first signs of aging are like a lot of them are in your hands like people look at your hands i love it and your neck and your neck which is bad because i feel like i'm getting tech neck really bad i know right i am i think we all are looking down so much like it's hard it's hard gonna be good all right how do people find you on social media so my main platform would be Instagram. So that's at Ali Bristow, A-L-I-B-R-I-S-T-O-W underscore. Oh. So that's Instagram. And then um, I'm on Facebook too, but not, not as much. So I'd say Instagram. Okay. And um, you're going to start your own podcast, I think. Yeah, we're working on it. Yes. The Jen and Allie connection. Yes. The Jen and Allie connection. We're going to have so much fun with that. I really I like that. to ask the interns. So just so everyone knows, when I have interns, I ask them two questions before they start. Or if, like how it usually works is there's like four or five of you guys. And I have to like figure out who I'm going to, you know, turn into my little project. And uh, years ago, I was always asking, you'll forgive me. How did you sneak alcohol into the dorm? And that is always good because it requires them to use their brain. Right. So I'll never forget the temple girls. They, the, they use the bladder of the wine box, put it in a Monopoly black box because it's flat, walk that wine into the dorm room, right? Oh, my God. Genius. That's my intern. Here's people are, um, I'm recording a podcast. My neighbors are like, what are you doing? <laughs> the other thing is, I always ask the interns when they're done, like, did I teach you anything? And so the some people say I taught them how to eat or taught them how to order a great coffee at Wawa, which is a like a little like Seven Eleven around here. Allie, now you're on the spot. Did I teach you anything? Of course you did. You know what I think I learned mostly from you is like 
the ability, having the ability to think on your feet, which I think is applicable to like so many things in life. And I think you're really, you're just insanely good at it. And I remember <laughs> watching you and being like, how does she do this? Cause it's just like, okay, let's, here's the background facts. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. And you're always just ready. And I think like, I, I think that's a huge skill that you can apply to like every aspect of life. But I think that's what I learned. Um, yeah, I a lot just from right, observing well, you for sure. I'm going to leave my car now and I'm going to do some reels. Woo! Get those get reels some, going. Maybe get some dry shampoo. And use a ring light. By the way, people, if you're doing reels, use, use a good light or stand in front of your window. Natural light is the best light. That I love is it. all. Um, This is America's best friend. Allie Bristow is one of my best friends. I love her and I hope you do too. Remember to tell your friends to subscribe, do all that. We'll see you next time. Start your brand. Yeah. Start your brand. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crushell. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.